Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Today's episode, I want to talk about a strange situation that happened to me or I was um, a part of um, a couple of years ago. It was probably now three, about three years ago or so, maybe a little bit longer. And um, I was just thinking about it just now. And I figured I'd share the experience that I went through um, with you guys because it was it's a very interesting um, story in a sense. So a couple of years ago, like I said, about three years ago or so, um, I was doing work for um, this property. Now, keep in mind, in Hawaii, just like in other places in the United States, there is some really, really um, high-end very expensive areas and it's just more so here in Hawaii because obviously it's Hawaii so there's a lot of really high-end areas that is super expensive and what I'm talking about is like the property is really expensive and also the houses okay and in this little semi subdivision that only has eight houses and two empty lots with no houses um the lot the lot, just to buy a really small lot is about it's the average price is between four million um, to six million dollars. Okay, that's just for the land for one lot, and then the houses they build on these are obviously multi million dollar houses, right? Um, the house could be you know two, three million at least. Um, I was doing work for one that they were putting the house up for 18, $18 million, guys, $18 million. It sat on the market for about two or three years. Uh, they dropped the price down to, I think it was like $8.5 or $8.6 million, and it finally got sold. Um, but my point is, is that this guy that I was essentially doing work for, uh, I'll give you guys some background a little bit here. So there was a property management company that was actually managing his house, okay? I actually know the owners of the property management company very well, okay? I know the I know the owners, the son, you know all them. You know, I know I know them pretty well. And they were managing this house. Now at the time the house was um, being utilized as a vacation rental home, okay, in this really high-end, um, really expensive um, beachfront property, okay, and it was renting for about $2,800 a night, okay, and it was being rented for a while, for uh, maybe a couple years at least, okay, it was being rented as a vacation rental property, now, I'm skipping ahead a little bit now. Um, it got to the point at one point where the, um, the people I know, the people that own the vacation rental company that was managing that house for him, meaning they were advertising his house for him for rentals. They would deal with the people that were coming and going, renting the place, um, you know, just b basic, um, you know, um, maintenance and um, managing of that property for him and obviously they get a cut for you know um, taking care of all that stuff so renters pay 
the owner gets a chunk majority of the chunk of the money and then the management company which is uh, some people i know obviously get a small piece of that so um, what happened was at some point the property management company contacted me and there was some um, work that needed to be done on the house um, or I should say actually on the property. I don't do anything on the house, but um, on the property. And so uh, we came up with an agreement and I went down there and I started to do my job. And now keep in mind, the at the time, the property management company um, paid me directly, not the homeowner. Okay, because that's their job to manage everything, obviously. So um, we're doing I'm doing a pretty decent project down there on this guy's property. Now, right around the same time, I'm almost done. I'm not quite done, but I'm almost done um, doing the agreed upon work on that property. Um, the homeowner now, now keep in mind, he's never been there. The house has been rented out as a vacation rental property for years. Okay. All of a sudden, one day, the property management company calls me up and says, hey, um, so as of today, we are no longer managing his property, his house, and it is no longer a vacation rental home. I said, okay. I said, are we still good? Are you guys, you guys are still going to, you know, um, because we had some loose ends, right? The job was pretty much done, but there was a couple of loose ends that need to be cleared. And they said, absolutely. We're going to clear this up with you and we'll be good. I said, fine. Great. Well, so they got out of the picture, right? So now the house sits empty, okay? Um, and from my understanding from why the homeowner fired the property management company was because he said that he was moving back into his house and he didn't want to keep it as a vacation rental property anymore for, for tourists, which, okay, I could understand that, sure. So between the time the property management company got fired and let go, um, I still had some things I needed to finish up on the property. And I was already um, paid for it now at this point. So I'm paid in full. It's just a matter of me closing up some loose ends, making sure everything is good to, certain, to a certain degree. Now, it gets to the point now where the homeowner um, shows up now, this is like weeks after, right? So the house has been sitting with nobody there besides me. Um, and maybe like the, there's some other like people working on the property doing some other things. Um, but the day he shows up is weeks later and I'm the only guy on the property doing a little bit of work. So he, when he gets there, um, he pulls up with a brand new car with paper plates. Okay, which is okay. Obviously, this guy's got money, right? Because, you know, the lot is $4 million, The house is probably whatever. So he could, you're looking at a $6 million one lot property with a house on it. So for, for, for homeowners like that to show up with new cars is no big deal. I work for a lot of people that's, that got a lot of money, right? And they got some really nice cars. So it wasn't a big deal, to me at least. And he pulls up, brand new car, paper plates. And... Um, him, him and his wife go in the house, da, 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 and then finally, when I'm about to leave, he walks out and he introduces himself to me, and um, I introduce myself to him, 
and we have a quick chat, and nothing seemed out of the normal at first, okay? Everything seemed fine. And um, right before I left, he said, will you be back, um, or are you done here completely? I said, actually, I'm going to have to come back for um, um, less than a week, and everything will be finalized and done. And he said, okay, great. I, there's something I want to talk to you about. I said, okay. So the next day I go back out there to go continue finishing up the loose ends. And um, right when I'm about to leave, he meets me in the front of his his house and he asks me, he goes, hey, I'm about to have a shipment um, that's being delivered from China. Um, and I was wondering if maybe you could help me out with the shipment. I said, what do you mean? What do you have being shipped here? What what are you looking for? I'm trying to figure out what he wants, right? Now, keep in mind, um, his wife is Chinese. And before he moved back, he was living in China with his Chinese wife. And they decided to finally move back, okay? So that's where he was living in China. Now, from my understanding of what this guy did, I asked him because I never knew what he did. And that first day that I finally met him and we had that short conversation, I said, oh, by the way, what do you do for a living? He said that he was in um, uh, securities trading, okay, and that he was he was banded for five years for security trading, okay? And then um, only after five years would he be able to have the opportunity to go back into security trading again. And so then at that point, you know, the first day I met him, I was scratching my head like, wait a minute. Why would he be banded for security trading or security trades or whatever it is, right? And obviously this is a high profile thing because there's a lot of money involved, right? And this guy's got money. But he shows up with a brand new car the first day that he arrives. It's like he jumps off the plane, he goes down to a dealership and buys a brand new car and drives it home. So he's driving a brand new car home before he even gets back to his house that he's been in, been at for years. So I'm starting to put these little pieces together, right? He says he's banded and blah, blah, blah. He gets a new car, fine. Then he tells me that he has a shipment coming from China and he would like some help with it when it comes in. I said, well, it depends on what you're looking to do. But I said, if I'm around and it's doable, I can see what I can do about helping you out. He goes, great. So now I show up. Um, the next day I took off because I had something else I had to do. Um, he calls me up and he says, hey, do you think you're going to be down here on Friday? I said, yeah, I'm going to be there on Friday because that Friday is actually my last day at your home. Um, finishing up my the project that I had on his property. So I show up on Friday and you guys are not going to believe this. There is three 40-foot masking containers packed to the roof from front to back. Like, no joke, guys. There was no space and any of these containers and they're 40 foot and i'm i mean from front to back from the floor to the ceiling completely packed okay with um boxes of paperwork 
Okay. And I meet the, I pull up and I see the, um, the delivery guys unloading everything. And this guy's front yard and his driveway is completely filled with boxes stacked higher and taller than me. They're trying to put, they're running out of room of where they're going to put all this paperwork. Okay. It's just box after box after box. I mean, it was something I've never seen before. It was just kind of set me back for a second. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. And I tell the delivery guys, I said, how's your guys day going? He's like, what you see here is only two of the containers. There is more containers that have to show up, but we don't have enough room in the subdivision to park all the 40 foot containers. So we have to bring only one in at a time and unload them. So they're busting their butt unloading these things. And, and he, he's like, what are we put? He's, he's looking at me. He's like, he keeps telling us to put it in the front yard in his driveway, but we're running out of room. So we're going to have to start putting it on the street. Now, keep in mind the street, this is a private subdivision that is gated. Okay. And then right across the street is a high end condo complex that overlooks his property and the ocean because his house is next to the ocean and it looks it looks a very like a very weird situation that's happening here right and um so while they're doing this thing i go into the back and i'm doing my thing and i said hey man i said you got a lot of boxes out there i was joking around with them he goes yeah i had to ship all of this from china so all this stuff came from china i said what is it He's like, it's everything to do with my business. I had to ship it over here. I said, what is it, books or something? He's like, no, it's all paperwork that was related to my business. I said, oh, I said, man, I said, it looks like you're busy, huh? He's like, you have no idea. I said, okay. So I go back to finishing up the loose ends of my job that day. Now, the first masking container finally gets unloaded. There is just stuff all over the place, guys. It is just an insane amount. I have never seen that much paperwork in my life, like besides being in a library, okay? Box after box, stacked to the hilt, garage is completely fact, uh, um, completely filled, driveway completely filled, the yard in the actual grass completely filled, right? It is just mind-boggling the amount of volume of paper, right? And he said that he had to ship it from China. So now I'm thinking, okay, that's strange. So after the first masking container leaves and they're bringing the next one in. And I told him, I said, hey, look, man, I'm, um, I'm done here. So we're all good. Um, I said, looks like you got a lot of work ahead of you with all that, all that paperwork of yours in all those boxes. He goes, well, that's what I was going to talk to you about. I said, what's that? He goes, what would it cost me to pay you to get rid of all of it? I said, what do you mean get rid of it all? He goes, to basically make it disappear. Throw it all away, burn it, whatever you got to do, I'll pay you whatever you want. What's it going to cost for you to get rid of it all for me? I said, wait a minute. I said, I thought you just said that you paid to ship all these masking containers in from China. He goes, I did. I said, so you paid money to ship it all, all to Hawaii? 
and throw it in your front yard, and then now you want to pay me to essentially destroy it? He's like, yes. I said, well, isn't that a kind of a waste of money? I said, why didn't you just throw it away in China? He didn't answer me. He goes, so can we work a deal? And I said, honestly, to tell you the truth, with the volume of boxes of paper that you have, which is staggering, it is mind-boggling how much. I said, there is no way I physically could even touch a, make a dent in what you have here. So I said, unfortunately, I don't have the time to do it. I got other jobs and other things I need to do. And I said, I, I, said, I, I wish you the best of luck in trying to figure out what you're going to do here. Because I knew something was fishy, guys. I knew something was fishy. So now um, he says, well, okay, no problem. Hey, um, if you know anyone that's looking to make some money in getting rid of all of this for me, let me know. I said, okay, sure, sure, sure. That's what I told him. I'm not going to do any of that, right, obviously. And I leave. And while I'm driving away, I'm looking back in the mirror. And I'm just looking at the staggering amount of paper and in boxes stacked up. And I'm driving away, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what is going on here? Right? Then, you know, and I'm starting to think to myself, like, wait a minute. This guy committed some huge fraud in the multi-millions, okay? Multi-millions in fraud. This is what I'm thinking. Because I'm looking at all this. I'm trying to put it all together, right? So now, about... Maybe a week later, um, I get a phone call from a um, a uh, a vendor or a construction worker or a construction company um, asking me to go down to that same property to go and check on something for them, which was completely unrelated to the boxes of paper. It was a job this this contract, um, contracting company did, and they wanted me just to go go and double check to make sure it, everything was followed up on on their side of things. And I said, sure, I'll swing by because I was in the area anyway, right? And I swing by, and there is no more paperwork anywhere. The garage, completely empty, okay? Completely empty. And the owner and his wife are gone. Not even their cars. Because actually they bought two brand new cars. I should point that out. Two brand new cars. Okay, the first one that showed up, uh, and then a couple days later, the wife showed up with a brand new car too. Okay? But when I pulled up a week later, no cars are there, and all the paperwork and all these boxes somehow disappeared. He must have found somebody or paid somebody to get rid of it all. But now the house is completely empty again with nobody there. So I'm scratching my head like, what the hell is going on here, right? So anyway, I call the con the contracting company up and I said, yeah, yeah, you guys are good. Everything looks square away. He's like, okay, thanks for the checkup for us. I said, no problem. So now skipping ahead a little bit, um, maybe a month later, I am doing um, work for another property that is only three lots technically three lots over from where this house is located the one we're talking about here now it goes like this his house a empty lot no one ever built a house there yet 
And then the property that I'm currently doing some work on the on the property that is owned by some somebody completely opposite. And so I'm down there, and then I notice that he is back home now with his wife and his brand new cars. So I'm like, huh, okay. So as I'm leaving, I'm finishing up my job with this other property. I'm leaving, and right by his house is like the gates to kind of come in and out of the property, the private subdivision in a sense. It's like maybe like 200 feet or 300 feet from his driveway is the the gates to go in and out um, at the end of one of these um, private subdivisions. And I'm driving out. He recognizes me, right? He's like, hey, because I'm driving slow in a subdivision, right? I got to wait for the gates to open. And he stops to talk to me. I said, hey. I said, looks like you got all your paperwork squared away. He's like, yep, I got it all squared away. I said, were you guys here last week? He's like, oh, no, we just got back from Taiwan. I said, when did you get back from Taiwan? He goes, last night. I said, wow, man. I said, you get around, don't you? You know, because this guy's jet setting all around and everything and some weird stuff is happening. He said, yeah, yeah, it was. A, I said, was was it business or or what? He's like, oh, no, no, it, it was it was pleasure. I said, oh, OK. And um, yeah, I, I said, did, so you did find somebody to get rid of all the paperwork? He's like, yeah, I did. I found somebody and they were able to take care of it for me. I said, oh, OK, well, good for you. I said, at least you got it out of your yard. He goes, yes. Now. This is when he goes on to tell me, he goes, so you're the one that did a lot of the work on my property, right? I said, yes. He goes, so I just purchased the lot, the empty lot next to me. I said, the lot right next to you, the one that has no house. He goes, yes. Now, remember, these lots are at least $4 million. I said, so you really bought the one next to you? I said, do you plan on building a house and reselling it or something? He's like, no, 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 no. I bought the the lot next to me so no one can buy a lot next to me and build a house next to me. I said, so you don't plan on putting anything there? He's like, no. I bought it so that way no one else buys it and builds a house next to me because I don't want a house built next to me. So that house will, that property will always be um, vacant with no no home on it. Now I'm really starting to think like, where is this guy coming up with all this money? Like, what is really going on here, right? How do you just, like, I don't understand it, right? Something fishy is going on. And what I think happened is he scammed. This is my thinking on it. He scammed some major securities company or something of that sort in China, and all that paperwork that he paid to ship in masking containers back to Hawaii was the evidence. And that's why he wanted to get rid of it so bad. And he finally found somebody that would be willing to throw it all away and burn it or whatever and got rid of the evidence. And then I believe he and his wife went to Taiwan to party because this is how these guys work, right? They got so much money, they can go anywhere they want and do whatever they want. And then, so they spend, you know, X amount of time in Taiwan, and then they finally come back. And then when he comes back, he purchases the lot next to him for four, for $4 million. He already owns it now. Like, just like that, he buys it. And he was asking if I'd be willing to do some of the work on that property. Now, keep in mind, he doesn't want to build a house. And so, 
I'm questioning things, right? Because I don't want to deal with this guy because something is not right. And I tell him, I said, you know what? I really appreciate the offer, but I'm I'm really, really busy, which I was. I'm always really busy. I said, honestly, I'm really busy and everything, um, but you might be able to find somebody that's a little bit closer to your location over here that might be able to help you out with whatever you want to do. And he said, well, I'll just figure out and mention to you, um, you know, um, if, if, if you're in the area and, and you need, you want to work or whatever, you know, um, let me know. I might have some projects for you to do on that, that piece of property. I said, well, I'll keep it in mind. Thanks for the offer. And that was it. I go on about my day and I never go back down to that area again since then. And now it's been three, about three years ago to this day. So it's just a, just a very um, interesting um, situation and how some of these events have unfolded, right? Like this guy was obviously a, some type of major con man, right? And he was doing it on a big scale, right? Like it doesn't make sense to me. You would spend all that money to ship these multiple 40-foot masking containers packed, and I mean packed, guys, to ship it all the way to Hawaii just to pay somebody to burn it and throw it away, unless something is shady, right? Unless something is not right. I think whatever he did, he ripped off a ton of people, um, and he had to flee China. In order to, to to get out of getting into trouble and maybe getting arrested and whatever. He fled China. He took everything with him. And he just got rid of the evidence here in Hawaii. So, yeah, it's, it's a strange, strange um, situation there. You know? Yeah. And you know the thing is too is that the guy seemed nice, but there was something a little bit weird about the guy. Like I can't put my finger on it, but something was a little weird about the guy. You know, and for you for somebody just to pop up with another four million just to buy a lot next to you, so nobody builds a house next to you. Hmm, really shady. You know. And to this day, he's still he he's living in the house full time. He owns the property next to it, and um, I believe he started making a garden. Yeah, believe it or not, he started making a garden in a very high end multi million dollar little subdivision next to the ocean. He de- he decides to turn the lot into like a like he made a small little area just for a garden, growing vegetables. Which seems very, very out of place for what is happening there. Because remember, right, right across the street, or in, within the same sub, that private subdivision or private um, gated community, there is really, really high-end condos. And then all the rest of the houses there are in the multi-million dollars, right? Huge amounts of money. And this guy decides to make a little garden. <laughs> I don't know, right? Seems just a little off. I mean, you got so much money. You know, this this guy got so much money apparently, but he wants to go and grow vegetables. He could he could buy all the vegetables he wants, obviously. 
Unless it's just something that maybe it's a hobby. I don't know. But it just seems very out of place. So anyway, guys, I want to share that story with you. I, I don't know the true story of what exactly happened, obviously. And I don't think many people will know except for him and his wife. And the people that he essentially um, screwed over and um, conned and stole all this money from. You know? Because I did remember when, when he told me that he was banned from security trading for five years. I said, oh, so after five years, um, you plan on going back into the business? He goes, nope. I'm retiring. I said, oh, well, good for you. Then after everything unfolds, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you're retiring. You have no choice. <laughs> you just got done ripping off God who knows either a ton of people out of millions of dollars or a huge company out of millions of dollars. And essentially you just, you got away scot-free. So anyway, guys, just my little quick story. I have many different stories about different situations I come across, um, but that one kind of stood out just a little bit. I was just thinking about it just a little while ago. I'm like, wait a minute, that guy is still living there and he bought the lot. And he made a garden. I had, I had to point it out to you guys. It was just, out of place, you know, something's wrong there, anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in, want to share that little story with you guys, and I'll keep you guys up to date with more updates, and see you guys on the next one.